Saturday, the 24th of October. deleting your code. So let me explain. Many organizations often approach legacy applications with a sense of fear. Throughout my career, I've seen legacy applications or legacy subsystems of an application that contain some code that nobody left in the organization understands. I've even seen COBOL applications running on mainframes for 20 or 30 years that are well beyond the end of life. And yet somehow they still just work and nobody wants to switch them off. In my opinion, you should delete that code. And the reasons for this are simple. Firstly, legacy code is a tax. You need to pay to maintain it, and pay an opportunity cost for any resources or thought that you need to waste on it. Secondly, code that exists in your team that nobody is willing to work on is literally unmaintainable. Thirdly, tech that stands still in time is dead tech. It is your job as a leader to kill it. And fourthly, less is more. The smaller the code base your team needs to maintain, the more efficient they will be due to less legacy tax. If we take the approach of commit or cancel, which is a bit of a a personal mantra of mine, we should either fully commit to maintaining an application in production or cancel it. There should be no halfway, somewhat working, somewhat broken state. We either fully commit or we cancel. It's that simple. And when we cancel an application, we're effectively deleting the code. One useful approach that a team can take to deal with legacy applications is the so-called strangler pattern, which is defined as follows on the Red Hat website. Quote, The strangler pattern is one in which an old system is put behind an intermediary facade. Then, over time, external replacement services for the old system are added behind the facade. The facade represents the functional entry points to the existing system. Calls to the old system pass through the facade. Behind the scenes, services within the old system are refactored into a new set of services. Once a new service is operational, the intermediary facade is modified to root calls that used to go to the service on the old system to the new service. Eventually, services in the old system get strangled in favor of new services. End quote. I think that's a good description, and I'll add a link to the piece on the Red Hat website in the show notes for this episode. I've seen this approach taken before. Um, For example, I once worked in a company where all their services were based on SOAP APIs, and the whole industry had moved away from SOAP and moved towards REST. So rather than trying to do a a big bang approach and shutting down all of the SOAP APIs and replacing them with, with REST, they simply wrapped the existing SOAP APIs in a REST facade. They then done all their new development against the new REST API, and gradually in the background, they strangled the SOAP APIs until they were all gone. So it's a, it's a nice approach to deal with legacy APIs. You can keep them running in production. You don't have to shut them down immediately. And it buys you some time to put a facade in place for new development 
to ensure that no new development happens against the legacy APIs. So that's Wrangler pattern can help subtle nerves to enable the organization to run in parallel the legacy application and the new service that will replace it over time. To summarize, all legacy applications or subsystems should have a modernization plan, which is our commitment to maintain it, or a decommission plan, which is our plan to cancel it. So again, we commit or cancel. And it takes confidence to cancel. But remember, just leaving the lights on is never enough. Hope is not a strategy. Hoping that a legacy system never breaks is not a strategy. You have to have a strategy to either to modernize it or to cancel it. But there's no in-between place. If nobody in your team knows how a legacy application works, that is a major red flag. Don't be afraid to kill it off if you need to. So what else am I doing this week other than worrying about legacy applications? I wrote a new blog entry on my blog, techleader.pro. Um, the title is Decline is a Step-Down Process, where I'm using the visual metaphor of walking down a series of steps on a stairs to discuss um, overall decline in an organization. It's not a particularly enjoyable topic. Uh, obviously, uh, as a manager, you don't want to be managing decline, you want to be managing growth. But sometimes you find yourself in that situation. Um, there can be circumstances outside your control. So it's important to consider what you would do in such a situation if you're managing decline, if you're managing a team or an organization that was, you know, going downstairs rather than going upstairs. Um, I put some tips in that uh, blog entry, so it's worth having a look if um, if you are a leader and um, find yourself in that unfortunate situation at any stage in your career. I would say over a long enough career um, in this industry, it's Unfortunately, somewhat inevitable, <laughs> unless you're extremely lucky, it's somewhat inevitable that at some point you will be managing decline. So check it out. Uh, decline is a step-down process. It's on my blog, and I will link to it from the show notes for this episode. Um, apart from that, I've been doing a lot of work on the, the videos for these episodes on YouTube. Um, previously, I was using a service called Headliner, which simply took the audio feed and wrapped it in a very simple video with just like a title card and some basic graphics. But honestly speaking, it wasn't really that interesting and wasn't very compelling for YouTube audiences. So uh, not really getting much traction on YouTube at the moment at all. So I decided to do something about it. And I am now um, embedding stock videos and stock photographs into these episodes on YouTube, um, using a free service to um, source those and I think the video that I posted last week was um, much more interesting. I'll do the same this week for this episode as well. So if you're just listening to the audio of these and you're happy with that, um, obviously that's great. I appreciate your support. Um, But if you're checking this out on YouTube, hopefully as I'm speaking to you right now, you're also looking at some very nice stock uh, videos. So yeah, um, I'm going to keep that going. It's actually been a lot of fun. I'm not a video guy, so... I'm learning as I go, using some open source tools, of course, to uh, put together um, those videos. I think the name of the tool I'm using is called Shotcut. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been fun and I'm going to keep on doing it. And hopefully you guys on YouTube will enjoy the results. In terms of media I'm enjoying, I'm still finishing off Diaspora by Greg Egan. Um, definitely recommend that. And I'm also still reading... Uh, Caesar by Christian Meyer, which is a, a biography of Julius Caesar. Um, very, very interesting character, and uh, 
a very accessible account of his life, so would definitely recommend that book as well. Okay, so I will leave it there guys, I hope you had an enjoyable week, and I wish you a restful weekend. Take care, goodbye, and see you next time.